What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is Mike Mondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the Info Red Titus. This is the king of old school Steve Freno. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast? At ROHWorld.com. Stay tuned, wankers. They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 74 of ROH Cast, sponsored by Tubby Toucan. My name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHWorld.com. As usual, I'm here with Stephen, who is the co-owner and the editor of the website. Hello everyone. And the man, simply known as Podcast's Worst Nightmare, John. I was almost late getting on the podcast today. I just got so into playing this really fun game called Tubby Toucan. And I just could not pull myself away from the iPad. But I finally was able to find a stopping point and grace you with my presence here on the ROH cast. Wow. Well, uh, this week we've got quite a few things to talk about. We're going to start by talking about this week's Ring of Honor TV show. We're then going to talk about the latest Ring of Honor news, including a dream tag team match that's been announced. And we'll wrap the show up by talking about some topics and questions you've sent in. Okay, so we're going to kick this week's show off with the Ring of Honor TV report. We have the second week of fresh TV content for this year. Um, the show began with a in-ring confrontation uh, between Jay Lethal and Kevin Steen. Uh, McGuinness, Nigel McGuinness was in the ring to start the show. He called them both out. As uh, Last week, if I recall, because I did see last week's, um, Nigel McGuinness said to Lethal, you can only get a title shot if Kevin Steen changed his mind. And um, when we read the spoilers for this, it sounded terrible that he just sort of changed his mind instantly. But it's sort of what we got. Lethal did a promo basically saying that Steam wants to destroy Ring of Honor, blah, blah, blah. Um, Lethal is honorable, and he said he's he's not shit until he beats uh, Lethal. But the thing is, what Steam's forgetting in is, is here, he's called him beatable Jay Lethal. He can, no one can beat him. Um, so I'll go to you, John. What did you think of this segment, being as we weren't very keen on it from the brief report we had in the spoilers? Yeah, from the spoilers, this sounded awful. But I thought this came across really well on TV. And I think that had a lot to do with the crowd just going insane over everything that was happening. Because they just erupted like at the end of this segment. But I thought this was I thought Lethal did a very good job here, kind of saying that Steen wants to destroy Ring of Honor and that lethal exemplifies what Ring of Honor is. So if Steen wants to kill Ring of Honor, he needs to put Jay Lethal away once and for all. And I thought that kind of made sense. And while it's still kind of not the not 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 the like best way or not like the most exciting way to get no, this match. That's not the ideal way, is it? They could have they could even with this segment, they could have had have Steen say no at first and then Lethal say something a bit more controversial to then get him to change his mind. But yeah. But but I still think this came across pretty well. It came across a lot better than I was expecting it to. And so far, the, Jay Lethal's segments on these two weeks of television have been really good. Uh, we then get to the first match of this week's show. It is a first-round top prospects tournament match as Silas Young takes on Adam Page with Truth Martini on commentary. Stephen, what did you think of this week's opener? I was pretty impressed with both guys, actually. I mean, I've not really seen too much of Adam Page. I've seen bits and pieces of Silas Young, but 
Am I the only one that thought? I mean, Silas Younger, he's tired of the tape. Said he looked. He's he was thirty two. He looks. He looks about fifty. He's 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 face. <laughs> he's just like I don't know. He must have had a really hard life because yeah, he looks about fifty. But there, to be fair to him, he's, he's you know he's in great shape and he looked the part. And uh, yeah, I was pretty impressed with him actually. Um, obviously, he picked up the win. Uh, Adam Page didn't. I mean, Silas Young really dominated most of the match, but Adam Page still looked uh, pretty decent. He hit a nice. Um, Sort of shooting star press off the uh, the apron to the uh, the outside, which was pretty cool. <clears throat> and Truth Martini was awesome on commentary again. I think the only bad thing really was having to look at Silas Young's uh, butt cheek for like half of the match because he's he had a bit of a uh, trunk um, malfunction, which wasn't trunk very, uh, malfunction. Yeah, it wasn't very uh, nice viewing, I must admit. But yeah, it was it was a pretty decent match, I thought. Um, up next, we have an in-ring segment featuring ROH Cast's favourite heel, or I don't know what you want to call him. Charlie Haas was in the ring after the break with a microphone, which just you know you just know when you see that it's going to be good. Um, basically, he, from what I recall, I have seen this. He wanted a TV title shot because BJ Whitmer got a shot, even though Haas pinned him and put him headfirst to a table. Um, he, you know, he's angry that Ring of Honor are trying to censor him. He then calls out a ringside attendant who was cleaning up toilet paper that was thrown at Charlie Haas. <laughs> For some reason, Haas nicknames the guy Cheeseburger and asks Cheeseburger why he's out there. Cheeseburger claims that he's a wrestler <laughs> and enrolled at the RH Dojo. I, I like how in this report I'm looking at here, he's called Cheeseburger. Was his real name ever actually said? I don't remember it. It was Brevlin, I believe his name was. Yeah, it's yeah, like called yeah. Cheeseburger. That's too difficult to say. Haas <laughs> uh, then gives, says he'll give Cheeseburger his chance as the crowd goes <laughs> wild and chants Cheeseburger and Kevin Kelly becomes excited. Uh, <laughs> I think this starts an impromptu match and from what I remember, he, he did he strip his t-shirt off first or did cheeseburger take his shirt off to pose down with him or something yeah, but he took cheeseburger his took his shirt off to, for yeah. an epic pose down yeah <laughs> did that, and then haas gave this guy a belly-to-belly suplex across the entire ring now how Just much threw him across the <laughs> cheeseburger guy must have been what like 140 pounds or something probably less than that at, probably, at maximum yeah. 140 pounds he must have been he was so skinny just this little guy and Charlie Haas just chucks him all the way across the thing <laughs> and puts him in this devastating house of pain. And security comes out and runs him off. And I don't know even who won this. I'm looking forward to the rematch, if you ask me. I don't think it was ever an official match, so there's still time for a proper match. At maybe the 11th anniversary, we can have wow. Haas against uh, Cheeseburger. Yes, book it, Ring of Honor. That'd be fantastic. But, I mean, I don't know what else to say. This was hilarious. This was probably the best segment Ring of Honor television has ever put on. This was the most entertaining thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Johnny Hart is so awesome. I know some people don't like him and, oh, he's bad in the ring. But as a character and as, you know, he's just, he's got to be the most entertaining thing in Ring of Honor today, in my opinion. He's just, no one gets anywhere near the crowd reaction that he does. I mean, the crowd absolutely hate him. I mean, they were showing the crowd, but the whole thing was a blur because everyone was just giving him middle fingers. But they had to blur out the whole crowd, more or less. And then there was those, that guy in the front row who kept throwing the toilet paper and then, uh, it kept, you know, just kept hitting him, hitting him in the back with uh, the toilet paper. It was just, oh, it was just, I, I really loved it. The, the only thing I thought was that Chad Haas came off looking a bit of a racist, but 
Because um, at first he says something about Nigel McGuinness and said, "Oh, called him a limey," and then uh, and then he goes and attacks a, a little black guy. He was just like, "Hmm." But he's he's tag team partner Shelton Benjamin, so it's all okay. He's Actually, yeah, that's it. true. Yeah, that's true. He yeah, he's, he he's, we'll, give, we'll give him a pass then. <laughs> just that one black friend. It's all like, <laughs> that's um, always there. Sort of. That's always someone's defence, isn't it? I'm not racist. I've got a black friend. So that's <laughs> Maybe that's why Charlie Haas has, has him around. <laughs> uh, up next, we have Rhett Titus taking on Matt Hardy. Um, I'll go to John for this one. What did you think of this match? This match was pointless and stupid. It was it, awful. It was it really was, bad. I failed to remember a single thing that happened during this match. It was so bland and boring and just there. Uh, that match describes Matt Hardy. Bland yeah, and boring it, and there. Like, if Ring of Honor's going to continue using Matt Hardy, he's got to show a lot more than he did in this match to warrant a spot. Because this was just bad. Like, in, <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe it. It was just... It wasn't bad as in, like, oh, he botched a lot of moves. Oh, he, like, you know, dropped Titus on his head, like, by accident. No, it was just boring and bland and just, just like, nothing exciting happened whatsoever. And that's the worst kind of bad there is. It I seemed like to last forever as well, didn't it? Yes, it seemed, I know. It, probably, it wasn't even that long of a match, but it seemed to, somehow seemed to drag. Yeah, it was about. I think it was about eight minutes tops. But I just, I was just sitting there thinking, how long is this match? It just, it was, it, it was, yeah, it, it was just really boring. I mean, I know people say, like, oh, you hate Matt Hardy, so you're going to hate the matches. But it, it was just, it, it was devoid of any entertainment or anything redeeming. It was just, it was, it was just bad. It was just one of those matches that you just don't want to ever see again or sort of want to erase from your memory. <laughs> it's just a waste of time on TV. I don't, I didn't see the point of it. Titus again, didn't look too great. Um, and he had the whole rib, uh, taped ribs thing that they drink of honor love doing. Um, why has he got taped ribs? I'm not sure. Cause of the final battle match. I don't know what happened to him, but, but BJ Whitman went head first through a table. And yeah, but you know, maybe Red Titus stole, uh, Shelton Benjamin's, uh, rib tape. Maybe, yeah. We know, we know, we know how much. Shower Maybe one of the chairs in the match that was used was one of these yeah. loaded chairs that the Briscoes yeah. used to swing at Shelton. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, but yeah, Matt. Uh, I'm not a Matt Hardy fan. I don't see what he brings in the ring. He's very boring. He's not in great shape. He's. I don't. You know, as a character, I don't see him. You know, he hasn't got much charisma in my opinion. He's very very bland and boring and yeah this this whole match was just a waste in my opinion there was no point to it we then get to the this week's main event which is for the ring of honor tv title as adam cole defended the belts against bj whitmer um i'll go to you Stephen. what did you think of the main event this week i thought this was uh this was really good i don't know if it, it was made to look better because it followed such a boring match but um you know i, I know that they are sort of pushing whitmer a bit and I like uh, I like Whitman. I thought him and Cole really worked well together. Um, you know, they really put over sort of how tough Whitmer is. I know at one point, uh, I think Whitmer hit a superplex, and he sort of it looked like he sort of landed on his head. And there, he not was again. Really, yeah, <laughs> he was really selling it. And Todd Sinclair came over, and it looked like that the match was going to be ended because because uh, of this him falling on his head. But he sort of fought back, but Cole eventually won. So 
Um, you know, even though Whitmer lost, he came out of it looking pretty good, and Cole always uh, always looks good. He, we just, unfortunately, we just had uh, it was ruined by Matt Hardy being on commentary. Oh so dear! We, ha- we had to suffer about twenty minutes of either Matt Hardy. Wait, 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 wait. So the, you had Kevin Kelly, Caleb Kelly, yeah, and Matt Hardy on commentary. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, oh, when dear. you put it like that, oh, I like I like the stuff that Martini was saying to. Kind of salty during the uh, the top prospect match. <laughs> Some of the stuff he was saying. Did Martini just... call himself the Prince of Poonanny? Yeah, he did. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, guy's awesome. Yeah. But that wraps up this week's TV show. So, what you guys are saying, you know, you have Cheeseburger, you have the main event, you just ignore the Matt Hardy match, and overall a pretty good show. Mm, yeah, there, was a, there was a massive fail in the main event as well. Massive so, um, fail. Yeah, like um, I think it was, it was it. The, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the main event. Cole um, pinned Whitmer, and he got a two. But for some reason, the guy at ringside rang the bell. Rang the bell. That's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, and it was like quite a clear two as well. It wasn't even that close. And then maybe it's <laughs> Cheeseburger that is the actual just the you know the timekeeper ringing yeah. the bell. And he was disorientated after that being chucked to you know five miles <laughs> from the belly to belly. <laughs> quite possibly, yeah. But that was a bit of a. Yeah, that was a bit of a fail. But yeah, the main event uh, as a match was was very good, I thought. And th- if you dis if you just disregard the uh, Rhett Titus and Matt Hardy match, this entire show is great from beginning to end. Besides that one match, so definitely check this show out if you have the chance. Okay, now we'll move on to this week's Ring of Honor news, which you can always find during the week at rohworld.com. Last week, Ring of Honor announced they were working on putting together an epic dream match, tag team match. Oh, dear, John. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) And this week, they announced the participants in it, and I must say, I am thrilled. I I immediately, when I saw these, the, the, the teams in this, I texted Terry, I texted Steven saying, I cannot wait to see this match. It's something I've been wanting to see for months now. The World Tag Team Champions, Jay and Mark Briscoe, will defend the belts against wrestling's greatest tag team this Saturday in the Dewburns Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. Yes. I, this is the biggest announcement of all time. <laughs> that, is a, wow. that is a dream. I've, I've had so many dreams that have included that match. Over and over and ether everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just me waking up coughing and just be like, what the, What did I just smell? And I didn't smell anything. <laughs> so there we go. And uh, we should also note that this match has a special stipulation. Yes, if, if, uh, if Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team loses, they can never tag again in Ring of Honor. And what happens if they win? They're the champions. <laughs> what did we talk about before? You are awful, John. Anyway, so there we go. They've made this... Uh... <laughs> you can't expect me to remember things you talked about before the podcast. Um, there we go. We, it looks like this is the end of Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team in Ring of Honor. So it looks like... Could this be Shelton's last match, do you think? Quite possibly. That that will mean that Charlie Haas doesn't have any black friends. So he has no oh, defense. We can't fight Cheeseburger anymore after this. No. But yeah, I th- it probably will be his, his last match, I guess. Um I think I think at this point I'd rather see Charlie Haas on his own anyway, so it's yeah, not going to be any yeah. 
any big loss, I don't think. I think he'll turn on Shelton or something and just continue his road to glory in this year. <laughs> this is the year of Haas. And Ring. It's gonna, oh, it's going to be the summer of Haas. Yes, yes. summer yes. of Haas. Awesome. <laughs> Carry on with another. The news. Oh. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say just carry on with the news, John. Okay. Oh, there's to... the. Go carry... ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say you need like a little stick to poke you into that sort of wake up. <laughs> well, I haven't slept in over 24 hours, so I, I might doze off at any point during this show. Was it? Was it the? Uh, was it the announcement of the dream match? You just so hyped you can't that... sleep. What was that yeah, game that... you said you're playing on the iPad that's been keeping you up and you know you're so busy. Yeah, I've been playing Tubby Toucan all night. I haven't been able to sleep because I've been having so much fun playing that awesome game called Tubby Toucan. Don't just sound so sarcastic when you say it. I, I, I try to play it, but I've got an iPhone and they haven't made it for iPhones, so screw them. Sorry. But if you have an iPad, you definitely need to check out Tubby Toucan. And if you're in the Baltimore area this weekend, you definitely need to check out Ring of Honor's television taping because there's a huge six-man tag team match set as Roderick Strong and Team Ambition team up to take on Michael Elgin and the American Wolves. And that this should watch. be an awesome that match. Watch. And that was an awesome segue. If I do it was actually that. very good, yeah. And that, that six-man sounds fantastic. You know, we've already got the dream tag team title match announced for the tapings. And now you throw that into the mix. Sounds great to me. And we'll have full spoilers of the TV tapings uh, this weekend on rohworld.com. That we will. And... There's been more matches announced for the 11th anniversary show as well. And this is the match that Ring of Honor actually announced as the Dream Tag Team match. Well, well, you lied? You lied before, John? You lied to me? I didn't lie to you. That, the other match was my dream match. <laughs> match is what Ring of Honor considers a dream match. As the forever hooligans of Rocky Romero and Alex Kozlov take on the American Wolves. And when I first saw this match announced... My first thought was, who? I had never heard of this tag team before. No, neither have I. I've heard of Alex Kozlov. I've seen him in TNA before. I think I've heard of Rocky Romero's name. Not seen him before, but I had I had no clue. And I just found yeah. it funny that, you know, um, Ring of Honor now have, have an account on our forum. There was a thread where people were trying to guess what the dream match would be. And they commented, oh, like, no one's guessed it yet, which is kind of a bad thing because if it's a dream match then everyone would be guessing it if that makes sense because if it's a dream match everyone's thinking about it everyone wants it whereas if no one's thinking of this then not really a dream match is it but yeah, it's is... fantastic from what people <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah 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 we're, we're not saying it's gonna be a mad match this is not a dream match this is just a good match really good announcement to make this a even better card yeah, I think it was a bit of an overstatement saying it was a, <clears throat> a dream match. Like Harry said, if it was a dream match, then it would have been, you know, been talked about a lot and people would have guessed it. But uh, I think they're, they're quite a new team, aren't they, uh, wrestling in Japan. And, you know, both guys, from what I've seen, look, you know, good on their own. Like Rocky Romero was always pretty good, in my opinion, Ring of Honor. And obviously he's got sort of the history with uh, with Davey. I know he teamed with Davey in Japan and he was in the remorse core with, with Davey as well in Ring of Honor. So there's a bit of history there as well. And you know, I'm sure the Wolves will, will, could get a good match out of anyone. So I think this this could end up being a really, really good match. Um, I think maybe a few people are a bit, bit disappointed that you know maybe they're expecting something a bit bigger. But I'm not really sure who else they could have got, to be honest. I mean, there aren't really you know many tag teams out there that they could have brought in, really. So um, this, this, this is probably the best match we could have hoped for, really. 
And another tag team match that will be taking place at, at the 11th anniversary show is the tag team title match. And the Briscoes, if they are able to get past Wrestling Gators tag team this weekend, will defend the belts against Team Ambition. So that should be a fantastic match. That should be good as well. I wouldn't complain if Team Ambition got the belts, to be honest. I wouldn't be shocked if they did. No, I wouldn't be shocked either. I don't really see what the Briscoes are gaining from being champions. I mean... They're so over, aren't they? Without, with or without the belts. Yeah, they don't need them, do they? I think this was always going to be like a transitional period because I mean, they wanted to get the belts off Scum. Um, and I think they thought CNC were a bit too, you know, maybe not over enough at the moment or maybe just, you know, hadn't had enough good matches to sort of warrant giving them the belts. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think they'll, even if they lose uh, at the 11th anniversary, I can't see them holding the belts for too long. But yeah, I think we could do a bit, you know, a bit of a shake up and. Having Team Man Fishing taking the belts and then having them and Wolves feud over the belts, I think that would be a pretty, uh, pretty clever move. Mm. And as we found out on this past week's television show, Kevin Steen will defend the Ring of Honor World Title against Jay Lethal in the main event of the 11th anniversary show. Unbeatable. Uh, do you think a Do you think a title change is coming? <sighs> it's it's got to be, hasn't it? I don't know though. He I, is, I, I, I don't think there is. Lethal. Yeah, but we know his title matches are his kryptonite. We know this. Oh, How long did it take yeah, him to? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. All the TV title losses that he had. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's too obvious for him to take the belt. I, I, I guess the ring runner doing something right that we can't guess who's going to win, or we can't say you know we're pretty this sure it's one of the guys is called unbeatable. We still can't guess who's going to win. Yeah, but we we know he's not very good at title matches. I think one note is that I I, I watched the Killer Instinct show. There's a DVD review of that on the website, and the the match that they had there up until the pretty awful ending, in my opinion, the match was a really really good match. So I'm expecting this one to be really really good as well. So regardless of who wins, I think we'll get a really good match. Um, Lethal's got to win, sure. I mean, if a Lethal loses, then who's going to beat Steen? I mean, cheeseburger. I, <laughs> I I don't know. I just think Steen. I just think Steen wins because I, I, mean, I think it's pretty, well, pretty obvious in my eyes that they're going to try and turn Steen face and get him away from Scum. I just don't see how that can happen if he hasn't got the belt. I think he retains and then after beating Lethal, that's when he, he turns and I don't, I don't know who's going to take the belt from him then. I, I, wouldn't, I was thinking earlier I'd like Adam Cole to lose the TV title to the top prospect winner and then have Cole turn heel and beat Steen for the world title, but... Maybe that's been a bit too fancy booking. Like uh, maybe Lethal will win, and it'll be really obvious, and I'm wrong. But that's what I, I think. Saying. Lethal will win. We called this ages ago that Lethal was the next world. But well, you thought Lethal was going to be win the bout of final battle, so you know. You know, I might have been wrong you know, off by a few months, but I'm telling you, he will be the world champion. 11th anniversary, it's got to be. He is unbeatable. One Lethal in- injection, that's all it takes. Hmm. I'm not so sure. We'll find out March second. Yep, yes, I think got yep. it. Awesome. <laughs> um, go on, any more news, John? Yes, and the final bit of news this week is that the Wrestling Observer newsletter is reporting that Adam Cole is expected to attend a WWE tryout this week in Orlando. So everybody knows it's pretty much only a matter of time before Adam Cole gets we won't. signed, we signed won't by the WWE, week. and it could be sooner than expected. If We've this, been saying this on this show for quite a while now, since last year, that Cole isn't going to be around much longer. So, 
you know, I'd, I'd just fantasy booked him to win the world title. He can't leave now. <laughs> that would destroy him. That would destroy my plans. What are you doing, Adam Cole? I think hey. he'll but he'll be gone by the end of this year because he's just too good. That's why they have to give him the world title as soon as possible to give him a run with it because it, he'd be awesome with it, especially heel. Summer of Cole, just yeah. I'd love to see him turn turn heel in Ring of Honor before he leaves. I think we need to see a heel run out of him because he can be so good in that role. Mm. Um, but yeah, Summer of Cole or Summer of Haas, either one of those, I'm 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 happy with that. Is that the last bit of news, John? That is the last bit of news. Okay, now we're going to move on to the questions and topics that you've sent in. There's Several ways you can do this. You can tweet us at ROH underscore world. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ROH world. Or you can go on our forum, rohworld.com slash forum. Thank you. Uh, I don't think we've got that many this week. So the ROH cast force have let us down a little bit. Um, although we Very have disappointing. Got, I meant my big return. And, uh, we, it's because must... they're all too busy playing Tubby Tuka now available for the iPad on the App Store. That's why. <laughs> but, not, but not, but not the iPhone. Um, <laughs> uh, we must um, announce that we've got over three thousand followers now on Twitter. We've broken that uh, barrier uh, this week, so thanks a lot to everyone who follows on, us on Twitter and supports us that way. Uh, very much appreciated. Unfortunately, we haven't got any topics on Twitter, so all three thousand and four of you can go to hell. <laughs> We're going to check tomorrow or whatever. We'll be back down to under 3,000, won't we? 53 followers. Everyone doesn't bother. Um, <laughs> we don't have 3,000 listeners to our age cast. No, that's true. Uh, go on. I think we have some on the forum, though, and we do. Um, Yim Yak was complaining that John thought Super Smash Brothers were American and not Canadian like they are. So next time John has a go at me for thinking everywhere in the America is uh, in the Midwest, you know, he's got no... What do you say? What do you say, John? Come on, you need to yeah, John. defend yourself here. Uh, there's nothing I can say to defend myself. That was a major flub on my part, <laughs> and I apologize. And I hope I can do better the next time. <laughs> well, hope, we hope you do. Um, DX vs NWO 1994 asks: Presuming that Jay Lethal will be the next RH World Champion, when do you think he will win it? 11th anniversary, Supercard yeah. of Honor seven. Uh, and how long do you think he will hold it for? I can't imagine it being a very long reign like Davey's no. reign or Steen's reign since you got guys like Michael Hogan and eventually Cole chomping at the bit. I think he'll win it at the anniversary show and he'll lose it you know, before the year's up. He won't be uh, world champion heading, heading into next year, but I'm not sure when, some point in the summer. I, I'm guessing I don't think it'd be a very long reign. I would think sometime... Between they, they usually do best in the world in July, June, June. Okay, but so they usually do Death Before Dishonor, September, September. So I think it will be sometime between Death Before Dishonor and Glory by Honor, and between September and November. I think we'll have a new champion going into final battle. That's not Jay Lethal. I think Lethal will win the bout of final battle. Oh, like God. I like I like oh. I fan, like I fancy booked earlier. I think. Steen will lose it to Cole. Cole will hold it until final battle, and then a, uh, a heel Cole will lose it to, to Lethal at final battle. No, that'll never happen. Well, I'm saying it's happened. I've, I've just fantasy booked it. It's got to happen. Oh, dear. <laughs> you go and fantasy book with your card game. Not on this show. <laughs> um, do you think it's going to be a very long grain? I, I don't know. I mean, I doubt it. I can't see it being more than a few months, really. No, I don't think he's got that. He's not sort of a... 
I don't know. You just don't. It doesn't strike to me as a guy who could hold the belt and keep everyone sort of, uh, you know, just keep everyone's attention for a very long, like like a Steen. Like Steen's run has been great. I think more because of him rather than his matches. Not so, you know, his matches have been great, but I think you need to have a strong character behind it as well. I'm not sure Lethal is that type of person to hold the belt for, you know, nine, twelve months or whatever. Mm. Um, second question from DXS NWO. Uh, also, do you think we will ever see the Dojo Bros, Adam Cole, Eddie Edwards, and Roderick Strong stable in Ring of Honor? Probably not in the near future, but at some point down the line. As opposed to their current RH personas, the Dojo Bros are full of personality. I mean, look at their T-shirt, and he's put a link to it. I've seen one of their, I've seen a couple of their promos actually on YouTube, and they're actually quite funny. I think they do it in. Um, Eddie, one, who who was who was the three? Sorry, Adam Cole, Eddie Edwards, and Roderick Strong. See, personality isn't a word when you think of Eddie Edwards, is it? So maybe no, it's not. But this, like, there's a photo. I'll put it in the chat. <laughs> That's like, useless. I've seen the photo. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the, I think they're doing it in um, in one like a, an indie fed in the. I can't remember which one it's which one it is. Um, but that really narrowed it down. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the smaller ones, but okay. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I just don't know which one it is. They're doing it in some fed somewhere. It's in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, it's in the. It's definitely not in Canada. It's in the Midwest. Actually, it might be in Canada. But anyway, um, but yeah, <laughs> the promos I've seen look quite entertaining, and yeah, I, th- I think you know maybe just an Edwards. I think an Edwards and Strong team would work. Maybe when Davy eventually leaves or whatever he wants to do. Maybe this Edwards year, and Strong. Apparently. Yeah, but he said that about three years ago. Wasn't he going to retire after Final Battle 2010? Yeah, just, no, that's true. That's true. So we'll I think Next question is from Halfonts93, who asks, Are any of you guys disappointed that the Dream Tag Team match announcement didn't involve the Headbangers? Yes. Very much so. What has happened to the Headbangers? I don't know. Maybe they've put the... Maybe they're going to come back as something else with a a mask on. Who knows? Maybe they're too busy buying some new skirts or something. I don't know. Um, KL asks, do you think Tadarius Thomas can be the next big big thing in ROH if he will win the top prospect tournament and join Truth Martini? Well, possibly. Because Martini is... He can make anyone, you know, become a big thing, really. He's that good on the mic. And Tadarius Thomas is, is not amazed me yet, but give it time and give him Martini, then yeah, I'm sure there could be a lot of potential there for sure. For some reason, to me, Kadarius Thomas and Truth Martini just don't seem like they'd be a fit together. It seems to me like Truth Martini yeah. would be better, like fit with if if it's somebody from the uh, top prospects tournament. If they choose Silas Young and Truth Martini, that seems like a better, you know, wrestler and manager. But it doesn't. Tadarius uh, didn't he go to Martini's training school? Yeah, he did. But I, wrong? No, he did. But I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think that's sort of a. I don't know. I mean, I, I, as John said, I don't think those two sort of mesh well together. And I, as he says, I thought, you know, during the, the match on TV this week, he, he put over Silas Young a lot on, on commentary and it really made him sort of seem a big deal the way Martini was putting him over. And, you know, but he is on commentary for most of the first round matches, so he probably does that for the heel of each Oh, match, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure he, I'm sure he does. But I, I just thought it was... I, I thought it was good the way he sort of put him over and, it, I th- it, you know, it actually... In the end, I came across, you know, came away th- actually thinking, you know, Silas Young could could do some good things in Ring of Honor. So, I I, I think those two would be 
quite a good uh, match because uh, like Silas Young has a pretty dodgy moustache, like a Cody Rhodes sort of moustache. And Truth Martini was saying like only like um, only real men can sport a moustache like that. So maybe they could do some sort of like a, like a gentleman's club sort of stable or something. I don't know. <laughs> just, just just something like weird like that because Silas Young does look like a sort of guy that would like go to you know like a gentleman's club and just think he's like better than everyone else. So yeah, that see more fantasy booking. Why don't Ring of Honor just hire me right now? Please don't ring a bun. <laughs> um, Mark, oh, talking about trolls and fantasy things. Here's Marcus. I don't know if you want to play his. Thank you for that. Uh, his first question is, how long will it be until Charlie Haas, so until the Charlie Haas is pissed off videos starts to include blacks, Jews and homosexuals? And do you think this will make people more interested in these promos? <laughs> well, we've already discovered that he's more or less racist, the way he cho- you know, treated Cheeseburger and called Nigel a limey. So we know he's more or less racist. Um, is he, I don't know if he's hom- homophobic or if he hates Jews, I'm not sure, we'd have to... Tune into his daily show too. to find out. I'm sure. Yeah, pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure he's an equal opportunity hater. So, <laughs> I think he hates everyone that isn't Charlie Haas. Tex- yeah, or a Texan or whatever. Yeah. Um, why are middle fingers censored? Yet Truth Martini is allowed to call himself the Punani Predator. <laughs> Punani Predator. I'm not complaining. I for one think they should replace Inside ROH with a Truth Martini's bedtime story segment where he just talks about <laughs> sex life in disturbing detail. Oh, if we had, if we actually made money from this site, we should pay Martini to have that segment on this show. That would just yes. be fantastic. Oh or even a column, just like yeah, just <laughs> his Truth Martini's. But yeah, that's Martini's minute. That could be a weekly thing. Yeah, we need to get in. We need to reach out to Truth Martini and discuss this. <laughs> Maybe Marcus onto something here. Um, third question: There was talk that Shelton Benjamin was appearing at the Royal Rumble, but he didn't. Now he's signed f- for an RH match this weekend. If even Butch is getting released, is there anything he can do right? I don't know. I didn't know. Can you imagine if Shelton Benjamin has actually left and this in this wrestling's greatest tag team match, he just puts cheeseburger in Shelton's trunks and sends him out there. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, um, I hope that happens. We've got a couple uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, Thomas asks, any possible returns to the St. Louis area in the future? I'm, I don't know. We don't run Ring of Honor, so I'm not 100 percent sure on what their There's plan is. Fifty chance. Either they're going to have it or it's not. <laughs> I'd, I'd say I'd. I'd doubt it but they I don't know they seem to be doing a lot of house shows in some of the smaller markets so maybe towards the end of this year they might do uh Macklin asks who takes the tag titles after Briscoe's and if you could pick someone to have a shocking title win like Edwards did at Manhattan Mayhem 4 who would it who would it be and I don't know just who would it be okay I okay, think the I first think, one uh, tag champs gotta be team man fishing hasn't it yeah I quite like your idea about them taking it at the 11th anniversary I think uh, that would. I mean, I think they've built them up really well. So, I mean, they've only been together a few months, but I think they they've come across really It'd well. It'd be a good way to get them over, and the Briscoes wouldn't lose anything by dropping the belts to. A, no, and it, it, it would add more to the feud as well with the Wolves. I mean, if they had some really good matches with the belts on the line as well, that would make it mean even more. So, I think Team Ambition as well. Um, In terms of, oh, gone. I was going to say, John, what, have you got any other 
ideas, or do you think Team Amphition as well? Uh, yeah, I think Team Amphition is going to take the belts at the 11th anniversary show. In terms of, what was it, shocking uh, title wins, I think whoever wins the Top Prospects tournament, you know, if they win the TV title, have Martini as their manager, then they're, they're sorted, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I don't know what they're going to do with this whole Matt Hardy thing. I mean... Uh, uh, I'd, I'd, oh yeah, he's uh, got. A, yeah, he's, he's obviously going to retain, isn't he, the TV title? Yeah, so I'll, I'll, just, I'll just defend I'll just it against thought, Matt Hardy. Yeah. Has Matt Hardy taken the the belt and sold it for drug money or something? <laughs> <laughs> Cheeseburger money, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess they could do some sort of thing where like Hardy costs him the win, but then that would defeat the whole object of Hardy going after the belt, wouldn't it? So. Hmm. But anyway, I'd st- I still would well, like the well, top prospects tournament to to put winner to to get the belt and a surprise w- uh, victory. Yeah, I, I would like to see that as well. In terms of world title, um, I'm not really sure who there could be to do that. No, I think you've got to have you've got to have a guy that's sort of at that level that could carry the title, but a guy that maybe people don't think that he's going to win it straight away. Yeah, you know, I think the only people really are like Elgin and Cole, really, aren't they? Um, and- Elgin's not wouldn't be much of a surprise. It's kind of, he's kind of expected to be one of the next few champions. Adam Cole winning it would be a surprise while he's still the TV champion. I don't know why they would do that, but that would be a shock. Yeah, that's the, that's the only sort of thing that's. I mean, I keep saying that Cole to be you know next champion, but I'm thinking they've got to surely take a TV title off him beforehand. Mm. And it's going to be especially if they're going to drag out this whole Matt Hardy thing. I mean, I just don't think they're going to give Matt Hardy the TV title, are they? That's surely not that stupid. Please, tell me they're not that stupid. We'll Please find yeah. out. We'll, when is that match happening? Do we have a date for that yet? Nope. No, I don't think so. Well, it's going to be after the 11th anniversary, hasn't it? So. Supercard of Honor, then. Oh, I th- I th- we need to change the name of that, sh- that show. We can't be called Supercard of Honor if Matt Hardy's on it, surely. Yeah, that's it's False advertising. Everyone can just sue Ring of Honor. <laughs> buy their ticket and then just sue them for false advertising. That's true. Um, that's... That's it for the questions this week. So the RH cast of let's RH cast force even have let us down a little bit, but I'm sure they'll come back in in force next week. Um, but thank you for the ones that did send the questions in. Uh, always nice to discuss uh, topics you want us to uh, talk about. Yeah, thank you to everyone who sent those in, and thank you to Stephen and John for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Next week, we'll be back as usual on Thursday. We're going to talk about the spoilers from the TV tapings this weekend and any of the latest Ring of Honor news over the next week. So we hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you all next week.